0: Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. We're setting the expectations. Exactly. All right. The third question to ask yourself about how well you're practicing vigilant leadership is are you working too much in your business versus on your business? Now, we talk about this a lot because as leaders, we should be spending most of our time working on our business. But as the workforce has gotten a little lean, um, either due to the lack of workforce or you know people being sick or people caring for people who are sick or managing virtual school, I mean, we probably have had to accommodate for a, a lot of uh, unusual circumstances, right? And that might have caused you to have to jump into your business and being in your business more than you probably should. And sometimes you just have to do that out of necessity. And from a short-term standpoint, yes, you just, you got to make your business go. But then what happens sometimes is we start feeling a little bit too comfortable. It kind of starts triggering these, these <laughs> times of yore where, you know, you were doing the, the things and you're like, oh, I forgot how much I like doing the things. Or I forgot how much I like to check the boxes of of actually doing tangible things. And we might get a little too comfortable. And the bad thing is, is if we're also the leader, sometimes we don't have anybody to kind of pull us back out of those weeds, right? We we kind of lose ourselves in that a little bit. So you got to ask yourself, all right, is it time to get out of the weeds? Probably thinking it probably is if you're still in it, which means you might have to ask yourself, too, then, do I need to rethink my structure? Is it time to give control back to my team a little bit more and reset my expectations, reset the guidelines? And then also, I mean, just as a reality check, if you're not working on your business, who is Right. So I know sometimes it's really hard when there's so many fires and there's so much deficiencies and you're compensating for all that to think long term about your business. You're just kind of dealing with the very like urgent short term stuff. But that is going to totally debilitate your business. You have to be thinking long term. You have to think, okay, what what does my business look like months from now, um, years from now? Because you, this is gonna how ha- this is gonna be how you're gonna be able to elevate yourself out and stop thinking again, like like April said, that this is going to be something that you're just gonna grind through and then all of a sudden it's gonna go back to the way it was. You should just assume that this is gonna be the way it is for a very long time. So you might be asking yourself, okay, I get it, but how do I do this? So let us give you uh, three ways that we're seeing leaders extricate themselves from the weeds. And hopefully you'll be able to apply these to to your businesses as well. So the first is hire some part-time help. So sometimes we get bogged down in thinking we really need to hire everyone as a full-time employee, when really all we need is some part-time assistance. This is really, really um, popular for administrative tasks, right? Me and and April do this, where you just need somebody who can come in, maybe can manage your schedule or maybe do some some light um, administrative work, whatever that looks like for you. And then this helps. This is helpful because then you don't have to worry about indoctrinating them into the full business, making sure they have the right onboarding, making sure they have all the right paperwork, doing all the HR thing. You can hire them as a freelancer or a short-term temp, have them come in, you train them for what they need to go do, and then you just let them go do that. So this could work really, really well um, For short-term hires or freelancers.
1: Yeah. And I think this is something that people really underestimate the value of, mm-hmm. both from a how little time you actually need for the help and also how much time it will save you on the other side. And so I think the tendency, especially now because things are more lean, is I'll just do it myself and it'll be easier. Right. But what Anne and I have seen really specifically is that when we aren't planning, for example, 15 one-on-one interviews on our own without help and assistance from people and then rescheduling, which inevitably happens for at least probably half of those and yeah. then they happen again. I mean, the amount of hours that goes into that, it, it feels like, oh, that should be pretty simple and it'll be like an hour of my time and it'll be no big deal. Well. Actually, it turns into more like five hours of your time. And then all of a sudden it happens in one week and now you've missed something on the other side that really did require your attention. So we have seen tremendous value in this. And finding the right person, I will say, is also really important because you need people that can pick it up and go. But this type of support, I think people just assume I don't need the help when really it can just be a huge lifesaver.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think people are really shocked that they didn't do it sooner. And mm-hmm. actually what we hear for almost every person is like, I wish I had done that sooner, yep. right? Because you want to wait, 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 especially if you don't feel like you can afford it. But what we say is like, if you can hire somebody to do something cheaper than you would be making for your business in you doing it, you should try to do that. Yeah. Right. So even if for a little bit you're investing
1: too, which was yeah. hard for me to swallow. But we did do that for a period of time. And now, I mean, I'm just so thankful we're so busy that there I, neither one of us would have time to even do that work anymore.
0: Exactly. Or go and pitch for the work or go close yep. the work or develop the networking that, you know, that was conducive in order to get the work. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff. The second uh, way that leaders are really working to try to extricate themselves from the weeds is by hiring a project manager, similar to what April was saying about facilitating <laughs> um, order it out of chaos. Like project managers, that's what they do. Again, you can hire them on a part-time basis, but they are going to help you kind of figure out how to prioritize. They're going to figure out help help you to figure out um, your team to figure out what to go do next. Um, This takes like a lot of mind space off of your plate Mm -hmm. that you're sitting there kind of figuring out, okay, I I did this thing. Do I need to do this first or do you do that first? Like which project do I need to prioritize? Which one? Like it takes a lot of mind space to do this. Let a PM do it for you. Let them orchestrate the priorities so that you can actually focus on being on your business. The next one is extend deadlines. (laughs) I know everybody is like listening to this is probably going to be like, oh, for the love, Anne. I'm like, you know we can't do that. I'm like, yes, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And you have to because you have no other choice if you want to maintain the integrity and credibility of your business. All right. Everybody is struggling to get things done. This is not just isolated to just you. And especially if you're asking your people who are, again, if you're in this lean workforce to stretch, to do other people's work, to work more hours, to get all these things done, you're going to burn them out. And this is a really important thing to consider is that, yeah, as everybody, everybody can be all hands on deck for a very short period of time, they can't be all hands on deck for long periods of time the quality of work diminishes, the energy diminishes, everything just diminishes. And when you're not taking care of your people, you're not taking care of your business. So extend the deadlines, give your people some space, let them bring forth the best work. Maybe you you have to like not take on a a piece of work from a client. That's really hard to say too. Or maybe you have to try to push it off, but you have to like focus on being able to deliver what you can really, really well or it's just going to all implode around you.
1: Yeah, and it's It's such a funny thing, and especially for me coming from the agency side to say extend deadlines. I mean, I feel like I have PTSD, like, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like one of the other good things that has come out of the situation we've all been in is in positive instances, we're seeing a lot more of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. And people respecting their employees and understanding that burnout's a real thing. I mean, Anna and I just had a conversation with a client the other day who I respected so much before the conversation, but respected her so much more after when she said, you know, I love what you you put in front of us because you're pushing us. But at the same time, I just put my employees through two months of craziness. I felt the effects myself We can't do this on an ongoing basis, given where we are with the lean staff and all the things that Anne just mentioned. And I think a couple of things. One, kudos to her for recognizing that and caring so much about her team that she felt like Mm -hmm. she had to prioritize that over the business or, you know, revenue or whatever, whatever those other things are. But then also, this is a prime example of staying on top of her business and not being too in it. And I mean to be fair she volunteered for a whole lot of things she was in it but she you know in this instance was really able to pull back out and take a look overall and say this is what we can do right now with what we have and so that's what we're gonna do